and we're live. Okay. And we can edit down whatever. I can't clip in between because I'm not that good. Okay. <laughs> Should I just do the intro? <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna hear the music. I'm gonna put the music in later. Right. Is we gonna put for the intro? I might do this for the intro. I, I knew it. You're gonna figure out what the intro is when you listen to it. Yes, because I'm a devoted listener. Devoted. Devout. Devout. I take that. Devout. I'm so thankful to have in the studio, which is a lovely two hundred so chair. Well, not, maybe not two hundred. What was the cat say one seventy? Yes. One fifty. We have hundred and fifty chairs. They're all in here. Probably. Yes. We seat one fifty plus angels. <laughs> in our lovely studio sanctuary. I'm so blessed to have with me my wonderful, incredible hyphen? No. P7 coordinator of the state of Washington girlfriend, Sister Reverend Alicia Bryant. Hi. <laughs> Sister Alicia, name one fun fact about yourself. Oh, wow. Okay. Um... Man, I love it when these happen when you're in the first day of class and you're just like, wow, there's nothing interesting about myself. Um, a fact about myself. That is what I asked. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Like, I love blue raspberry and I am obsessed with gummy bears. People probably don't know that, but people around me definitely know that because I always have them. There's a fact. No matter what. Yeah, except fail. right now. Except right now. Mm-hmm. We were recently at the Nutcracker, which... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> very, I'm very glad to have gone to know that I don't need to see the Nutcracker again. The music's fun. But in this wonderful uh, auditorium that we were in in Spokane, downtown Spokane, bunch of snow, but not inside the, you know, the except for that one scene where they had fake snow, but pulled out pack of not like a bag of gummy Cause, bears because i know what i'm doing she knows what she's doing it was a a reusable ziploc bag of gummy bears because i'm a respectable person Very and i don't want it to go mm-mm. when you open it so you i would want to disrespect the viewing experience of the nutcracker yeah strakowski's <laughs> nutcracker whatever that russian dude's name is but no and uh, she always says uh Alice she she always has nutcrackers. She does not. She always has gummy bears. Nine out of ten times in her purse. You reach in? Gummy bears. Yes. And ten out of ten times she has everything else. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's that's my fun fact about you. Prepare with not just gummy bears, but literally everything you need a car battery, there's probably one in there. The purse is that heavy. <laughs> I'm not gonna deny <laughs> any of this, really. That's the problem. <laughs> By non-denial, that is confirmation. Uh, in case I haven't pre-putted a, a intro in here, I'm going to leave it anyways. Hi, welcome to Hold On with Colton Garrett and special guest speaker, Alicia Bryant. Woo! Woo! Thanks for coming on. You just kind of walked in on, uh, on a previous podcast episode recording that I was in the middle of doing. Don't need to do it anymore because something better just started happening hopefully the audio sounds good we're doing different setup because because i struggle but 
I'm so glad you're here. We're going to talk about the Bible. We're talking about holding on to the Word of God. A lot of experience walking out on faith. You know, that's that's what you get in a walk with God. A true walk with God is that you're you're moving. And when you're moving, you don't know where the journey is all the time. That's what Abraham's journey was, right? He had to go because God told him to go. He had to leave everything he knew. And he was called faithful for doing that. Yes, he was. By the way, I'm honored to be here oh, on this podcast. Oh, He's doing a great job, right, everybody? Claps, claps. Yes. That was a sound effect. Who did that clap? <laughs> I just felt like I had to. I don't have like a soundboard. I think that'd be cool to have like a little, like, like a wah wah. Like that would be kind of cool. <gasps> like Nathan French. He started doing that. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I'm so behind. I feel so bad. He's a really good podcaster. I've been behind on his episodes. Yeah. One of my favorite podcasts right now is uh, Kingdom Speak. And their producer has like every every episode they read reviews. I don't have any reviews to read, so I can't do that. But I need to write one. That's what oh, you're telling me. That's okay. Oh, is that subconsciously? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I can't believe I've done it already. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. pressure. But By I've the way, given you, you five star. I oh. think it's five, right? <laughs> it's actually six stars. You only <laughs> okay. get if there's room for improvement. Did you um do you happen to read the um as I'm off topic, have you <laughs> the Bible? <laughs> have you ever read the Bible, Reverend Alicia? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever read the podcast description? Of yours? Yes. No. Like the episode notes? I'm gonna do it now. Oh, just read the last uh one. It was a test and you failed. I always, I don't always, but I've been trying to put in like a little secret hidden subliminal messaging in like the episode description. So it's in like the past ones or just your general podcast? Oh, not that one. The general one is like this podcast is about the Bible. Okay. Because I've read that, I think. Yeah. uh, I I wrote that at work Friday morning right before I updated the first episode. Okay. I I wrote hold on and then I got all nervous because i was like wait is it holding on but no it's what your parents keep <laughs> saying what my <laughs> parents keep and saying i doubted myself but it's phenomenal i'm so glad that they have it they've literally promoted the last one? Oh yeah i would just wrote you don't have to read it i just re- wrote like my thanks because mm. it was i was being thankful <laughs> yeah there's a are we just gonna let people find out yeah well read read yours in there Actually, I don't know now. Now I'm tripping. My girlfriend for always reading these episode descriptions. Is that how you spell descript? It's PT, not TP. Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> if I said yes, would you believe me? <laughs> that's for script pitchins. That's, that's, that's not it. Well, Anchor's doing a terrible job on spell check then. <laughs> this one was a test. That's ah, what it there it is. We got to it. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. It was a test. I also have a test for my parents in there, but they don't. They don't read the podcast descriptions either. I think they say, "Hey Google, can we? Can you play Holding On with Colton Garrett?" And they're like, "Google's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what that is." So, but one day we'll get it. Um, I asked you on today because you literally just walked into the studio. Thanks for doing that. And I've wanted to do this for a while mm-hmm. to talk to you because mm-hmm. we don't do that enough. <laughs> no. I promise we do. <laughs> <laughs> if we talked more. No. What are, we, what are we talking about today, Colton? What are we talking about? The Bible. Cool. Yeah. 
So what's your what's your favorite book about the Bible? Is it a girl book? So Colton thinks that at ladies' conferences that they only talk about girl books. It's like <laughs> the quickest conf like the easiest to prepare for conference because there's two books. Yeah. Well, we don't. He came to he drummed at a ladies' rally, and turns out we don't just talk about girl books. Talk about David. That's a dude. Yeah. You could you could have picked any girl. You could have picked Eve. Comes to mind first. Mm. Um, any wife. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Rahab. Most of them. <laughs> most of them. <laughs> um, Lot's daughters. That'd be a weird one. Oh no. 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 So that was surprising. Just talk about like, just don't be salty. Like it's like that's <laughs> it. Don't be lots that's wife. It. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you shouldn't be salty, hun. <laughs> No, this is good. This is maybe the ramblingest episode. Yeah. Because you I'm really trying tried to, to direct push me. I'm <laughs> trying to direct Ooh. you. <laughs> what this are we talking about, Colton? Man, do you, how do you like that banner? Okay. This is how. I think, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Daniel is one of your favorite books in the Bible. It's a good one. I like that one. Top 66? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I remember uh, the first podcast, one of the first podcast episodes for the church release, like our church had a podcast because you were instrumental because you were the one who actually put up a podcast for our church. So during COVID, those who couldn't make it could still listen to it afterwards. We're not there with the streaming yet and stuff like that, but we do have all the equipment to record. But the first episode was recorded on your cell phone on yeah. a seat <laughs> and it was it was really good like the the quality was really just it was good enough uh, you heard everything you needed to but one of the first messages put on was one of yours mm-hmm. it was about um i remember the title i do too i just forgot <laughs> could you remind us of the title i think it's another in the fire yes yes about the the story of ananiah and azariah and mishael also known as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Ooh, and a bendy goat. Bend a goat. And a bendy <laughs> goat. And it was it was really good. Yeah. Every lesson you've done has been really good. He, Colton just spoke at our church on Wednesday. You should check out Tower of Pentecost podcast. Plug. <laughs> well, yeah. He was very good. So We're kind of talking about that. How good I do at talking. <laughs> As you can tell, that's why we have nine. This can be the ninth episode because I've talked for nine of them. <laughs> But this one is very special because we're talking about God this time. Okay. <laughs> As compared to others. But yes, so part of that, I have to realize you can't move your voice over here. It doesn't catch it like that. The audio is probably going to be way messed up. We're going to do what we can. I'm just going to read passages. You just have to guess where they're from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the, the scriptural context will... Oh, I just hit the mic. You probably felt that, audience. The scriptural context... Thank you. <laughs> that we're reading from. You'll find out. Um, hopefully, if you've read the Bible, if this is the first time, welcome to church. Daniel. Go ahead. Good job. <laughs> um, then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has set his angel and delivered his servants that trusted him and changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god Except their own God. Any, oh, therefore I make a decree, still the king speaking, that every people, nation, language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces. Imagine if we did that today. 
Oof. <laughs> Took the word out of my mouth. And their house shall be made a dunghill. One of my favorite words in the Bible right there. Hill. Because there's no other God that can deliver after this sort. And then the king, what did the king do? Bible quizzing time. Sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> what did the king do after that statement? Did he, A, <laughs> shake hands with them. <laughs> B, say, hey, you want to hang out after this? C, did nothing. <laughs> D, turned off the furnace. Or E, all of the above. <laughs> F, none of the above, and promoted them. <laughs> the promoted. The promoted, yes. So after he, after he brought these guys out of the fire, after he made a decree, he promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. In the province of Babylon. Sorry, it's because I spaced out for just a moment. That's oh. why I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. I'm in now. You're I'm back in. in? Yeah. I'm going to drink some water. Continue. You want me to reread that or just? I'm good. Thank no, you. Okay. If you need to reread, just rewind five seconds or ten seconds or however long it took. Ooh, it's getting it's getting intense. <laughs> she is not happy with what I'm doing right now. This, is, this may not have been a good idea, folks. I'm totally fine. <laughs> yes. That's what she wants me to say. Anyways, so on Wednesday, I talked about this story. Really, the started with uh, when these these kids really. Their scholars believe that when these kids were taken from Jerusalem by you know the Babylonians, they were probably specifically these guys. They're parentless orphans now, or at least separated at the very least, separated from their parents. They were probably. 13 to 17 years old when the king in Daniel chapter 1 started his very selective process of taking the best of the best youth from not just Jerusalem, but all over the territory that they conquered. So these are perfect for your youth group. You'd want these kids because they are the best at math, science, running probably, wrestling, I don't know, cooking. I'd love a good cook in the youth group. That would make taco night that we don't have a lot easier. We could have a taco night and we wouldn't have to make it. We'd just be like, all right, kid, who's good at this? Do it. And the premise that I was that I was really felt imparted on to talk about was that you have to take a stand. You have to be willing to take a stand. Because in Romans 1.16, Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation therein the righteous, or it is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and then to the Greek. 17 says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. For is written, the just shall live by his or her faith. And the concept that I was that I really fell in part, you, you have to, if you take a stand for the gospel, God will stand with you, stand right. for you. And you know, at any moment, just feel free to jump in, stop me. Hey, Colton, you're wrong. But mm-hmm. no. But we, I think we've all been in moments in our lives, and you have an incredible testimony. Your life is like a literal living testimony of being of taking stands for God. Could could you share that story of like the friend that you had that you had to Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think like like many people who have grown up in church, you wanna blend in. I would say like I'll start there. Like I've definitely been there. Um there was one point though after NAYC that I felt the burden to start a P seven, a Project Seven club in my public 
high school. And so I started it and, you know, honestly, there wasn't that many people, but all of my motivation was, is that I have to tell the gospel and it doesn't matter, but like how many people or if people show up, but that I have to take a stand and then I have to be a voice because the gospel needs feet, right? It says beautiful feet. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just knew to do that. And if just one person could hear the gospel and be saved, that's all that matters. And so we had a club for that year, our senior year. And then, oddly enough, someone who wasn't attending that high school at the time was visiting the high school, someone I knew from a past year. And she joined the P7, and as time went on, she came to our church, and she got baptized in Jesus' name, and still is an attending faithful member. And, you know, I don't know all the seeds that were spread, but, you know, we do have her as a testimony of just how the gospel can save lives when you make the stand. You know, if I didn't do that, I don't know where we would be today, like for her, so... Amen. No, it's, it's all the gospel. Shout out to her. We know who she is. She knows who she is. We haven't, it's not at liberty for us to discuss because we haven't given her like an NDA to say her name, but it's such a powerful testimony. I've always been blown away. Just, this is not just like to, to heap praises on you, even though I do like doing it because, you know, you got, you got some cool stuff going on, sister. Peach. Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> which I would promote you in anything and everywhere. If you need someone to speak at a ladies event near Colton? you, she will read <laughs> the book of Ruth <laughs> and or Esther. I, so the thing is, is that I have a ministerial license, but um, <laughs> I, I love speaking. Sure. She I just get, it. I just get um, nervous, uh, you know, and then in the moment you feel what God has for like you to say, and you just say it and you feel great about it. But I mean, up to then I'm like so nervous. So yeah, she's, <laughs> but you know, it's all, she's you just great. give the Lord, I give the Lord the liberty. No. And I, <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I, a little bit of jest just cause it's kind of fun to, to mess with you. Yeah. But <laughs> no, nah, she's, is great god is god is using her so so phenomenally in every er- area aspect of of the ministry good. <laughs> god is good all the time but yeah that process of taking a stand it's not easy it's counter-cultural that's what we are we're you know i was thinking like in the chosen how the intro of the chosen if anyone watched the chosen please watch it it's very good you can find it on chosen wherever just look it up it's also on youtube <laughs> new season coming out yes yes <laughs> super excited this sunday the 11th um, but you know, the, the fishes start turning and swimming the other way, right? The little, in the little intro and the ladies vocalizing in the subtitles, it says that's <laughs> like an inside joke, but now it's very outside joke, but it's, it's truly what it means to be countercultural. When you try to blend in, you know, you, you just look like the rest of the world and that's going to get you know, I know what, you know, what God says to Samuel, man looks on the outside, but God looks at the heart. But out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. And if you have so mm-hmm. much of one thing inside your heart, you will speak whatever's put in there, good or bad, right or wrong. Right. It's going to come out of you. There's this uh, process or technique, not even technique, just phenomena that goes on in humans of all time. It's called code switch. Code switch. When you're able to, to communicate with one group one way and another group another way and another, a third group a, th- a different way. 
able to relate and blend in and switch your vernacular vocabulary words you say to match that group and it's very it's a powerful tool used correctly yeah right uh, you know paul says he has to be all things to all people jesus was all things to all people you know speak their language but he never you know used all the words in their language i'm sure i developed a nasty habit of that in in you know in high school and i don't even think my parents may have known but i i had friends who who cursed a lot and i i cursed a lot in high school I remember a teacher like calling me out on it one time and I just felt so like ashamed mm-hmm. but I was so ashamed of the gospel I wasn't willing to change my my words to not match my friends I was so worried about losing my friends I couldn't I was ashamed of the gospel and ever since I I switched and I changed that and I started giving things to God dedicating myself to God I I, I kind of talked about that Wednesday Daniel purposed himself when he was taken he was one of the select few mm-hmm. he was asked you know they the king was literally providing the best food to them food that maybe no one else in babylon could have because it was just that good because he wanted the best of the best but daniel said i'm not going to have any of the king's meat or any of the king's drink he purposed himself and for that p7 journey and for you know even just being an apostolic woman, you've had to purpose yourself to do different things than the world is doing. Can do you mind talking about that struggle a little bit? Not the struggle of, sure. but the you know, <clears throat> opposition you could receive. Oh yeah, I mean, if you've ever been in public school, you know, especially a girl, you know they look different. You know, we we don't wear makeup. At least I personally don't. I personally don't wear makeup. Um, I wear skirts. And I try to wear like longer sleeves um, that I would say like that some people do, but, and I, and I haven't cut my hair. And so these things are very different, especially in the middle of summer when I'm wearing way more clothes than other people. And then in the winter when I'm wearing skirts and like, sometimes I'm wearing tights or leggings or something, but like, sometimes I like would have my legs bare. They're like, you must be freezing. I'm like, I'm really just used to it. Like, I don't know. Built different. <laughs> Built different, as our youth would say. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely been like a struggle uh, growing up in public school where you see so many people do living one way, dressing one way. And I wish I could blend in, but I literally could not. <laughs> and I would say that I got a lot more bolder in high school in a way that I felt more proud of it and less like worried about it. I, I was really blessed because I don't think I really got like bullied or anything. I know I'm sure some people have faced that a little bit. Um, I think just like you get the constant questions and that's when I stand for my faith. And I've not always been like, you know, not always knows the words to say or how to explain I'm like, I'll get back to you on that. And that's really okay if you're at that point Um, when you're like, you know, that's a great question. Let me get back to you. I'm going to talk to a scholar at my church. I'm going to Google that or something. We can't know every answer, but Peter does say, be ready to, to give an answer. That's where we get the term like apologetics. If you've ever heard of that, that is literally a defense or reasoning for your faith. Right. Yeah. And I think that it took me a while to get there because I definitely asked a lot of questions because I received a lot of <laughs> questions. Um, but I think that like it's truly it's always been worth it, though. There's been times where I'm like, there's there's where are the clothes where like even today, like I was at the store and I was like, 
you know, there's not that many clothes that are automatically, you know, in like a long, long dress or they're just harder to find. But, you know, it's always been worth it to be more modest, to be, um, to, to dress how we feel as a woman should dress as the word of God describes it to be different, to be separate than a man's clothing. And, and, you know, just to, I truly believe that it's in the word of God and that I want to live that no matter, you know, the, the hard, the hardness of doing it. Cause it's difficult, you know, there's a lot of things that you could just be like, it's okay. And honestly, you know, you, you decide what you want to do, but I feel very strong about some things. And I'm just like, you know what? I just can't do that at all because it just doesn't feel right in my spirit. And that's, that's a decision that everyone has to read, not like specifically for clothes, even for like, uh, guys to be modest too. Modesty is, is, is essential. I believe in the sanctification of yourself and your walk with God. It really is because you're, you're a vessel created. You're a temple of the Holy Ghost, right? And if you look back to the Old Testament, temple was regarded very sacredly. Not just anyone could walk into your temple, not just any, like, the temple of God. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You're literally God's temple, moving around, talking to people. So dress yourself, not to look better than anyone else. You never do that, but although you'll always look great. I'd be remiss as if I couldn't compliment you about that right now, but don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> like oh you <laughs> thank you of, well of course um what she does folks trust me but it's not what it's about it's not about just looking great even though i it's good idea to present yourself you know as best you can we don't we're not supposed to be out there looking like schlobs all the time right but there there's a it's important to god that he would mention it. if god mentions something then it's definitely important and mm-hmm. so taking that stand, it's a lot easier for a guy to blend in. A guy in church, like, I, to work today, I wore jeans in a, in a flannel, and I looked like anyone else <laughs> at work. It didn't matter what religion they were, matter if they believed in God or not. It's just, it's the nature of, of the separation, distinction. And, of course, right. men and women were designed to have different ways to be modest. Not that guys can just, like, walk around with their shirts off. I don't believe in that. And I think... That's not modest. <laughs> and also, come on, man. <laughs> You're going to get melanoma or something. Just just put on some layers. But in so, whereas you're, and it has been a struggle at some times, but you wear yes. it and you walk in it so confidently because you understand that no matter what you do, God's going to back you up, especially the more you put your trust in him. That story of Daniel and uh, the other Hebrew boys, they're the only four mentioned in this group. Maybe there's more, maybe there weren't. Maybe there are some who, you know, they grew up as Jewish young men and they understood their faith, but as soon as they were brought into a strange land and questioned and brought out of their entire comfort zone, was asked, that, that's a public school. Mm-hmm. Your public school's not, I mean, I hope it is, but it's not going to be like church. Yeah. It's not going to be a Sunday school class. They're going to tell you that, uh, that creation is a myth that the theory of evolution is real they're going to do these things they're going to tell you that you came from an ape you're going to tell you that the earth is you know billions of years old and the universe wasn't created in six days or they're going to say the bible is is just another story and they're going to say women can be men and men can be women right. you know they're starting to say those types of things um, and yeah uh, one of our one of a, a sister of one of our youth 
well, apparently was uh, telling their parents about a song that they heard in s- their school, and it was these these bunch of uh, homosexual men, and they're saying to um, these these close-minded in quotes parents that we want your children. That's what the mm-hmm. song the you you may have lost the battle with us. Like we're not going to turn you, but we will turn your mm-hmm. children in a you know lackadaisical, mm-hmm. happy about it way, and it's really upsetting to your spirit, to the spirit of the Holy Ghost. And it really yeah. true, truly lets us know that we are not supposed to stay on this earth. This earth is not something that's going to be saved. You know, heaven and earth, I mean, this, this earth will pass away. Our goal is to save the people of the earth, but mm-hmm. not the earth. And I'm not talking about like climate change or anything, but it's just going to get worse and worse and worse until the until God comes back. And our job in the interim is to look at the fire furnace in the eye and say, we will not bow, O king. Yeah. We're not going to we're not going to bend a knee to any idol. We're not going to bow to your ideals. We're going to love everybody. Yeah. We're going to love everybody. We don't we don't hate anyone who has different opinions or views. We don't like that they have those views, but we when know that it's especially when they're contrary to the word of God and mm-hmm. and it's very clear. Right. Yeah. And truly I just I feel so sad cuz you and I were able to grow up in homes with parents even that understood the difference. They were saved. They weren't born and raised in church like we were basically. Mm-hmm. The, your parents were, you had, you know, they had to, they found God. My parents mm-hmm. found God. My dad, an atheist. They understood now, greatly appreciate the life that they used to live to the life that they live now. And these people out there who have these views, maybe they heard a church and they're not, they're just not receptive to it. Maybe they've been burned by church, but they are just so cut off because they don't understand what God can do in their life. So they have these views and they have these low morality issues and, and it takes, it takes someone like Sister Alicia to start a P7 club or like anyone, campus ministry, just a Bible Mm -hmm. study, just saying, Hey, do you know why I'm so happy? Or if they ask you like, man, why are you just so happy all the time? That's your moment to take your stand too. Mm-hmm. And it may feel like you're facing a, a furnace. It may feel like you're you're going to get, um, with Daniel, he said, I'm not going to eat the king's meat. Can I eat something different? And the guy said, the king is not going to like that. He's going to kill me for that. He said, just give me 10 days. Yeah. What can you do for God in just 10 days? Just one stand you can take. Maybe it's just reading your Bible. The, the, the world is countercultural to even reading books right now. Mm-hmm. We're in such a instant media TikTok, Reels, YouTube Shorts even, which are the bane of my existence. I fall into a scroll hole <laughs> with with YouTube <laughs> Shorts like in nobody's business. It's rough. <laughs> it's so rough. It's such a time waster. I could get to work probably 15 minutes earlier every day <laughs> if I just didn't, <laughs> you, know? you know? You know, as a suggestion, I remember like deleting certain apps for mm. like a week right? or, you know, you know, even just for like during the week for five days and then on the weekends to do it. You know, sometimes I'd have to do that consistently because I was like, wow, I'm putting so much time into this. I'm not praying. Yeah. I'm not doing these things. And I want to improve in those things. I want to show the Lord that I, I desire him more than these things, yeah. but I can't control myself. Of course. So I have to delete it. And that will show God that you are trying your best. Even if you make a mistake, it's okay try again like the lord honors and he understands but i think there does have to be a choice and when you catch yourself do it then don't wait absolutely that is 
That is so good, and that's kind of what Daniel does, doesn't he? He goes to the the guy in charge of all the excuse me, goes to the guy in charge of all the all the you know the young men who are trying to be said. If you just give us ten days to eat just pulp, pulse, it says the Bible says pulse, which uh, is like beans and, and leaves and green stuff, and it says just pulse and water, no meat, no wine. Just give us ten days to commit ourselves to what we know is right. That we're not going to defile ourselves with the king's meat, which is probably not kosher, probably not according to their law. Maybe even sacrifice to, to idols and gods and stuff, which is not part of the law of Moses that they were following and they were accustomed by and then they stood by. So just give us 10 days. If you just do that, what Sister Lee said is powerful, just for 10 days, five days, to see what happens in your life. Because you know what happened in the Bible? You wanted to tell them what happened after? <laughs> Let me test your knowledge. <laughs> what happened when they didn't? So they, the 10 days, they were yeah. even stronger, better, healthier yes. than the other ones. Yes. And then from that, they were promoted to the top of the class, of, yeah. of their class. They were put in the best positions. They are well regarded. And then God also gave them wisdom concerning dreams, concerning all these yeah. things, which turned out to be super useful <laughs> in the next chapter when King Nebuchadnezzar has a dream and he tells all his people, I need you to interpret it, but I need you also to tell me the dream. Which is nuts. Which is nuts. That's like saying, I have an idea. Tell me what my idea is. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> nah, see, it's impossible. Without he looked at me. He's like, okay. I'll like, like, do it right know. now. I if you said Oreos, it would be correct. <laughs> ding, ding. Or bacon. Bacon Oreos. Oreos. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but through every time Daniel in these, in the Hebrew boys who stood not knelt down, they stood and they purposed themselves. When you find purpose in the things of God and you say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, you may find yourself in a trial. You may find yourself in more scrutiny than ever. But if you go through it, you're going to get out on the other side. Peter says, put on the mind of Christ. And as soon as you put on the mind of Christ, that's when you operate in the spirit. He says in Mm -hmm. 1 Peter 4, as soon as you put on the mind of Christ, you're not given any place to the flesh. Yeah. You have two things operating in your body at all times, the flesh and the spirit, and they're in they're in constant battle because the flesh, your your you know, your carnality, not just like your skin, but your the representation of, of the sin in the sinful nature that we have in our lives is always at war with the spirit of God. Yeah. The the Holy Ghost inside of you. And the more you give in to the Spirit of God, the more you let God work and operate in your life, you say, I'm just gonna get ten days on this on this Instagram fast. You know, it's been taking up too much time. I can I can give time to more reading, more praying if I just do this. The more God's gonna operate in your life. You and then from that you'll you'll go even further and maybe you'll find out like I don't need Instagram in my life. I'm I'm off Instagram and I check on like once a month, but every time I check on Instagram I just get sucked back in. So I know in myself I can't I can't have Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying anyone else shouldn't have Instagram. That's just me. I can't have Facebook. I can't have anything that just gives total, you know, control to total access to all this stuff. You know, I would say one thing that really helped me is I felt like I would immediately go to those types of things, like a certain app in the morning. I would maybe start off with YouTube and then like my or just start off with like even I remember like in the summers I would start off with the movie and then I felt so like I couldn't not do that I felt so addicted almost 
and because that's what it turns out to yeah. like for me especially addiction it's almost yeah. it's not everybody right. but for sure when you know it you yes. know it's through you i think you know who you are <laughs> yeah yeah i think one of the biggest things that helped me in my life that i still try to implement i don't always but it's really helped me um is i told myself you cannot watch anything until you read your bible for the day like let's mm, say it was good. those those three chapters and i could tell you that I had to like trap myself in the bathroom and read the Bible and like hurry to read before I went out into the living room because I know there would be like a movie playing. I, I have that vivid memory of when I like I was when I started reading the Bible and I knew I had to do that. That was the only way I was going to start. And I was around 12. And <laughs> like I knew my problems then. And so <laughs> um, I think that that was a really good thing. Like, let's say that's the only app you start with. If that's what's helpful for you or deleting them or reading a physical Bible right. or something like you, you can think of ways you're really creative. You know your situation, you know, you know what's easiest for you. Absolutely. And something that helped me a lot, too, is I had to commit to that. Like first thing when I wake up, <coughs> read the Bible. Some days I truthfully I don't do it the first because I wake up late. Terrible at it. Funny story. Alicia's parents got me an alarm clock for my birthday <laughs> yes, because I'm late to so many men to breakfast and no that's not true <laughs> your dad uh, I, t- I told you that like oh yeah I need to get an alarm clock he's like I have an alarm clock and then so it showed up her birthday and I'm very thankful it's actually worked this whole week it's super annoying <laughs> and it's worked out great because my new phone I don't know how to work the alarm clock the way I want it to the snooze oh my goodness why is apple snooze nine minutes <laughs> it's know. too long it's too long I need a three-minute snooze or a one-minute snooze or a five-minute max That's snooze. why I have, like, 20. I don't know what's the problem I know, that. so I did do that, <laughs> but then I still can't find, like, all their, all their ones are, like, a song. Like, dun, dun, <laughs> do, 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 do. Like, there's, like, that one that's, like, eh, eh, eh. I need the yeah. most aggressive one, but this alarm clock is just, like, ee, 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 like a, like a garbage truck backing up. It's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect, this little battery-operated alarm clock, so thank you very uh, tiny thank you mark bryant <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna listen to this he's not that tech savvy yeah <laughs> he, uh, he has a flip phone it's yeah. he's he's a phenomenal he human being yes <laughs> he does great <laughs> yes but you know uh one thing that did help in that you know starting off reading one just once a day at least once a day yeah. first thing in the morning got on a bible reading plan with you before we were even dating oh that's true that's before we were dating. it was the group one it was a group one, and it turned. <laughs> we had it with the entire hyphen, all of yeah. our young adults, and only Alicia and I were <laughs> reading, and we and we'd comment on it. <laughs> and this was back when I was working at Home Depot, so yeah. half the half my shifts I started out at four a.m. So I had to wake up at three, oh, five a.m. So I woke up at three forty-five. Mm-hmm. So I had to purpose myself to read the bible first thing in the morning and again like sometimes i had to take a shower real quick because i'm i was a little mm-hmm. late so i you listen to it or you read it while you're outside in the back of home depot getting all the deliveries ready mm-hmm. and then you make a comment at 4 30 and everyone's <laughs> like you always comment at 4 30 and it wakes me up like i don't know turn off your notifications what do you want me to do <laughs> what do you want me to do folks but they could have left <laughs> then it was on them and then but they just stayed there for the <laughs> rest of the year and that was a choice some, some people tried to catch <laughs> i'm sure they got their bible reading in elsewhere I'm at sure. different times 
but I know for a fact I read my Bible in a year, <laughs> and it was it was incredibly helpful. And we've been uh, this is our third. Is it really? Or it's coming up on our third. So we're gonna start our third. I we're think we're gonna start our mm-hmm. third uh, full year of reading the Bible, playing together, where we can see each other finishing mm-hmm. it. A little accountability. Say it with me. Accountability. accountability. <laughs> it's very helpful. It's kind of like. Yeah. It really is like I know I know I can do it mm-hmm. on my own, but when there's not that I'm trying to impress you. At first it was. <laughs> At first it was like, <laughs> she got to know I'm reading because this is before we're dating. So we we knew we liked each other, but like we didn't want to say it. So, yeah. you know, so I like she got to know I read my Bible and I wasn't super consistent at the time. So it made me consistent <laughs> trying to impress a girl. Listen, fellas. Youth boys, youth young men, f- my th- my three rules that in my youth group they stand. I haven't really told them to. Well, I do. I, every chance I get, I'm like, these are the three rules. Read your Bible, pray, job. That order. Pray, well, I mean, pray and Bible, interchangeable as long as you do them every day. But job, super important too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That means you have to be at least 16. I'm not talking like... So he's saying before you get a girlfriend? Before you get okay. a girlfriend. Those are the three... Those are guarantees. Mm-hmm. And church is also a given, so maybe there's four. <laughs> <laughs> they should be, in and then five is they should be in church. No particular order. Four <laughs> is at the bottom. Oh, also with your job, you tithe. Okay, I have a list. Can I tell the John Christ one? Yes. Because why is that my favorite? <laughs> he goes like when he's in his youth. Okay, his youth leader or something was saying like, now you need a job or you don't have a girlfriend. Hear me? No job, no girlfriend. And he goes, John Christ goes what if I get two jobs? <laughs> <laughs> then you're Mormon. And then that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> then you are Mormon. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> anyway. We love you, Mormons. Just, you know. Bless your heart. <laughs> bless your heart. Indeed. Mm. Yeah. But the point of the scripture that I read and kind of the culmination of all this, taking a stand in the physical and in the personal, right? Not everyone sees you, but God sees you at all times. That's scary sometimes. But not everyone sees you when you're alone. It's still important to take a stand when no one's watching. Yeah. Take a stand when everyone's watching. And the more you take a stand when no one's watching, the easier it is when you got all eyes on you. Oh, yes. Because you'll, you'll just be used to it. Mm-hmm. Daniel, um, later in the book, these people don't like Daniel. These other followers of King Nebuchadnezzar, they're all in this tight circle and I think it's King Nick, or, or it's Darius. It might be. I think it's King Darius, because it's Lion's Den, right? With the Daniel, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In Lion's Den. Um, because I'm remembering VeggieTales. Darius. <laughs> King Darius. King Darius. <laughs> oh, no. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it started. Oh, man. Copyright oh, claims, no. too, probably. <laughs> we, can't, we can't do it. We can't do it. VeggieTales. If you want to learn the Bible quick. That's not, it's, it could be one way you to You want to learn what's in a vegetable <laughs> salad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and tomatoes are fruit. So anyways, do with that what you will. But uh, King Darius, right? Uh, he's, he's Daniel and King Darius. Tight. Tight. That's fine. Yeah. There's noises outside the studio, but I'm sure they're fine. Everything's yeah. fine out there. Sounds like fireworks. That's fun. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like these these other followers, these other right-hand men, they're like, we do not like Daniel. Let's devise a plan to stop Daniel from being 
alive. <laughs> so <laughs> they go yeah, to King Darius like, hey, it. king, we we're, we got an idea. And it just might work. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome for fairy tales. Yeah. But the idea was, right, um, um, let's make a decree that for this certain amount of days, you can't pray to anyone. You can't bat anyone but King Darius. And Dan in the King Darius like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> he's he's cause he's an idiot. <laughs> he just said, Oh, God put him in charge. I can call him yes. an idiot because God is in charge. <laughs> and he was just a puppet of God, basically. God used the captivity mm -hmm. of the Babylonians and the Persians and the Medes to to work to to teach Israel a lesson. Anyways, that's not for today. That's for a different day. But King Darius kind of dumb. <laughs> He fell for it. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> and so he signs into law, and Daniel hears about it. The Bible literally says, because it's Daniel writing, so he really pumped this one up. <laughs> it's like that meme Moses. of like, yeah, <laughs> like Barack Obama giving Barack Obama the medal. <laughs> it's like, and Moses, the most humble of all men. It's like, whoa, okay, boy. <laughs> you wrote that, Moses. All right, interesting, interesting. But Daniel, like, as soon as it was written, Daniel saw it. And at his regular time, he didn't go out of his way to do it. You know, he didn't tempt. He didn't test. He's like, I'm just going to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Consistency is key in your walk with God. Because yeah. as soon as you get out of consistency, you're going to get out of focus and out of step. And mm -hmm. you're going to stumble. It's like running a marathon. You have to be consistent in your strides. I'm not a marathon runner. But I did do cross country that one time. <laughs> not fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when you're out of your consistency, so Daniel at his regular time, opened up all the windows, didn't care who was seen, because that's yeah. what he normally did, and he prayed. Mm -hmm. And that's why the people knew that they could catch him up on it, because they knew this is what Daniel did. Yeah. People are going to know you as the skirt girl, right? Mm -hmm. Or or as, as man, you. Uh, everyone tells me you're just the nicest guy ever. You don't curse at all. You don't do any mm -hmm. of this. And they're like, I don't know about nicest guy ever. I do get mad sometimes. But, you know, they know you. They catch things. They catch on yeah. to what you do. They know there's something different about you. And that's where we have our opportunity to tell them about about God and what he does mm -hmm. in our life. But not, they're not the only ones watching. God sees you too. Mm -hmm. And so at the normal time, Daniel did the same thing. Darius is like, no, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, you got caught, Daniel. buddy. And he was very sad. But, you know, yeah. Daniel faced the consequences of his actions of praying. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire time, these, these guys thought that they got Daniel in their hands, but it was really, he was in the hands of God the entire time. Yeah. As long as you're consistent with God, he's going to stay consistently with you and That's carry right. you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Mm -hmm. and that's the message of consistency. And if we look just a couple chapters earlier to the three boys in the fire, they stood up. They were the only ones standing. They were the peculiar people that we're all called to be, right? Yeah. Set apart. And Not just because, but because we want to follow what yes. God created, what God uh, says to live so that it is honoring him. And we, it says you're going to be standing out. It says you're going to be peculiar. Mm. If you think about that, that means not normal right. to what, you know, what other people decide. You know, we have to stick to what the word says. We don't want to just create our own thing. We're following, trying to follow what the word says. Amen. Amen. That's what they did. I'm sure it's pretty easy to see three people standing up when everyone else is kneeling. Mm -hmm. They knew they were going to get caught. It wasn't like they're trying to hide from not worshiping an idol. That's what it is to, to stand up for your faith, to contend for the faith, to not be ashamed 
of her face, not be guilty of what she knows is true, but they stood up because they understood the power of God therein, that if they stand up for the things of God, God will always be by your side. And even when you don't stand up, God still will lead you and will still try to push you in the right direction to show you some things. He'll let you go through things too, whether you're with God or not with God. Story of Job, right? Mm-hmm. He was the most consistent man maybe in the Bible. <laughs> He's, he, he, he sacrificed for everyone. And, he, and at the end, you know, he still prayed for his friends too because God said he would. And he never gave up. You know, he was very confused the whole time probably. But yeah, I mean, not probably, definitely we read it. Mm-hmm. But you're going to face things. Standing up for God is never fleshly easy, but it's always spiritually worth it. The scripture we were talking about before the podcast, you know, uh, brethren counted all joy yes. when he faced trials or another yes. version says temptations. When fall into diverse temptations. Diverse temptations. Uh, it's for your faith to get more patience. or uh, it, pa- Patience works the perfect will of God. Yeah, so you learn within those times and and that's what God's working on you. Even I feel like there's been times where I wish I said something about God, but you know, it it made me the next time that opportunity came, it made me more wanting to do it, more strong, more confident that I could go, I'm going to tell someone about God right now, or I'm going to stand out in this conversation. That's the crazy thing. Sometimes just talking about God is it almost feels like you're standing when everyone's kneeling. You feel so like a spotlight is put on you and you're like, wow, I did the right words. <laughs> and, but you know what, you know, just doing it in your own words and your own understanding is a place to start. And that's really a great place. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I, I can remember one time uh, my, my boss comes in or like randomly uh, he's just said, I just can't, I just can't believe that people think that there's one God. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cause I thought he said that they don't think there's one God. I was, then I was like, wait a second, you're trying to, because boss is very interesting. He, he grew up Bible, like literally Bible quizzing, mm. not with like, I don't think with the UPC, just like whatever church. So he knows, he knows a lot about the Bible and you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be contentious with anyone. I'm not trying to start a fight with anyone. But I'll, I'll have a, I have a grown. A healthy discussion. Yes, I've grown enough in my faith to, to you know, reading the Bible a couple times through will help you. You'll yeah. just just try 10 days reading the Bible. You're, you'll pick up stuff that you never even thought of. It'll go so much deeper than Sunday school class. Mm-hmm. You'll find the, not the minutia, quote unquote, but the scripture that's going to help in the right time. And, and Jesus said that the Holy Spirit's going to, bring things to your remembrance yeah but it's got to be in your memory the first it's got to be in your memory the first time it's got to be in your mm-hmm. heart that word have i yes. hidden my heart in my memory like deep down mm-hmm. and so in that moment yeah he just he quoted some random scripture in john that he said i go to my father and you know uh this podcast is stoutly oneness <laughs> there's one god his name is jesus here is right, the lord yeah. is one lord and then mm-hmm. he's the Lord. He changes not, you know, there doesn't all of a sudden become three gods. And <laughs> even with Just all changes the, a little, yeah, <laughs> I change sometimes <laughs> when I feel like it. No, he's consistent. He never changes. Right. Most of the time when people bring up discussion of like the father and the son, they leave out the Holy Spirit completely. So then there's only two. So now your Trinity is like messed Trying. up. <laughs> your, your Trinity. Dying. Is, <laughs> 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 
dynasty. No, I don't know. <laughs> just let that one die. <sighs> yeah, just let it go. <laughs> but I didn't know, tell him, like, you know, logically, it just doesn't make sense. Why would he share his glory with another when he says he doesn't? But just in that moment, I was like, well, and I just mentioned a couple of scriptures, and he didn't have another scripture to quote. He said, well, I guess we'll, I'll never change. I'm like, that's fine. Because <laughs> neither will I. <laughs> but I stood up I didn't you know and I not that I was like I won a battle I didn't win anything but just like a little personal pride but my coworker came up to me and said wow Mm. I I just like when you talked I literally saw a light shine on you and I didn't see the light because I was pulling up scriptures on my phone but she's like that was that was impressive and not Mm. to toot my own horn or anything like that that's just what happens when you contend for the faith. Right. Not that you get promoted, but you do stand out. And it's always for better because you're standing out for the kingdom of God, not to promote your own brand, not so people listen to a podcast, but so that you're known of God. Yeah. The one thing we want to be at the end of days is known. I never want to hear, I didn't. I never knew you. Yeah. It doesn't matter the, the miracles, doesn't matter the, the, the signs and wonders. It matters if we are known. What does Jesus say? Marvel not that you're casting out demons, but that your name is written down mm. in heaven. And that's going to happen when you stand up for truth, for faith. Not that God doesn't know your name. He knew you before you were born. But it's the last point of the podcast because we've been going for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and don't look at that. Don't look at the time. Don't look <laughs> at the time. She says we're closing. The, the scripture that we're, we read to start off with was that because because these men, uh, these young men, trusted in him. It takes trust. Yeah. It takes trust to stand up for God. Because that's what faith truly is. Faith is that trust that from previous experiences and from the hope that you have, God will do what he says. And, that, and oh, sorry. Uh, they've trusted him. And they changed the king's word. The king said in this particular story, if you don't bow down to the idol, you'll be cast in the fiery furnace. They didn't bow down. They were cast in the furnace. The king wasn't a liar, but neither is God. He's going to be with you for all time, anywhere. From faith to faith, Paul said. And that was a moment of faith. And God was with them through it. They trusted in God. They changed the king's word. They yielded their body. Very mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Not just in looks, even though looks is a big part of it, but it's what you consume it's what you, what's in your mind, what's in your heart, yielding your body a living sacrifice. That's what Paul says. They did not serve or worship any god or bow to them. And from that, they were saved because they're never in the hands of the king. They're always in the hands of God. And then they were promoted. I recently got promoted or put in a different position. Not because I asked for it. I didn't go out of my way to go for it. And it's a good, I'm, I'm now pursuing what I'm studying in school, but not, and not to like brag on myself either. Just it's, I'm just telling anyone listening what God will do for you if you do these things for God. Right. So simple. Mm -hmm. So simple. So on that, do you have any closing words for us guests that I've been talking over a lot? (laughs) No, no. Um, well, I am honored to be here. Um, if you delete this, it's totally fine with me. It's never <laughs> going to be deleted. I'm going to put this on twice, I think. Oh, man. But this is a great podcast. I hope everyone is encouraged 
by you know just knowing that like we have gone through things where we felt not confident and then you gain a confidence when you put that trust you put the focus on God that's what it's about it's not about the confidence in yourself it's really choosing to put it all on God and I think that you gain a godly godly confidence and that's we who we really want to serve and let our it be seen through us so I hope that you are encouraged in that and maybe got some ideas to work on because I I always want to work on myself still so it's your we're always a work in progress the Lord's working on us amen couldn't have said it better myself thank you for joining us today thank you sister Alicia Reverend Alicia contact her please for speaking engagements because she will kill it not because she's promoting herself or but because because she stands for God for the things of God she never wavers she knows that God will will help those who don't help themselves <laughs> but who listen and trust in God it's it's that's what builds the patience right that patience of faith where God's done it for me before I can hold it out just a, I can hold on oh, we got it in there <laughs> we can hold on a little bit longer for God to do it again Amen. thank you everyone hope you have a great week or whenever you listen peace out Girl Scouts <laughs> bye <laughs>